The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. My uncle, I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> My uncle, unfortunately, he had a, I had a few parking tickets, let's put it that way. And because he had a few parking tickets, the city that he lived in had a very interesting arrangement that they made sure that if you wanted to fight City Hall, they made it very unpleasant. They were hoping that people would just send in their credit card information, debit card information, or a check, and just leave it alone, and you wouldn't park illegally again. But my uncle, being a little bit of a wise guy, he decided he's going to fight City Hall. You're going to give me a ticket. You were wrong. The meter was wrong. I was off by a few minutes. I, I, I thought I paid. I didn't realize it was a part no parking zone, or I didn't realize it was one day it was alternate uh, suite, side sweeping. I didn't realize that, whatever. Different cities have different laws. And... He wanted to fight it and say that legitimately, I, 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 there was no reason for me to get a ticket. I don't deserve that. Okay, so the way it works in this city is, you know, like when you're walking towards like these uh, different places of amusement, they have like, there's a teller behind like this glass partition and there's like this little like little screen and you have like a microphone and they have like a little thing on the, on the bottom beneath that you could slip like money or like your card or a check or whatever it is for whatever, whatever, whatever payment or transaction you're doing. So anyways, they have like a whole line. It looks like a bank line. They have a whole line. And they say, okay, Mr. So-and-so, please come to number this, number that, number this, number that. Fine. They call my uncle. My uncle comes to the front. And go, the person is telling goes, sir, I hope you realize that in the state of whatever state it is, in this state, I am by law, I am a judge. So just keep that in mind. I'm not here to process your payments for you to go into an amusement park here. This is actual payment, and what you tell me, I will decide whether Chayav, Zakai, I'm going, I'm going to decide. He says, okay. He says, okay, so what did you come here for, sir? He says, I came here for this, these tickets. And he slides them through the bottom. Looks so. Sir, is the correct way how you spell your last name, and he spells my uncle's last name? He says, yes, that is my legal last name. He goes, hold on, sir, I just have to turn off the recording device for a second. Turns it off. You see the r- little red light that says recording is off. So do you happen to be related to Sydney and Sarah Weinschneider from Chicago? He says, yeah, those are my parents. Okay. Turns it back on. Mr. Weinschneider, based on the evidence that you have given me and based on the mitigating of circumstances surrounding why you got the ticket, I am dismissing all charges and you are free to go. You do not have to pay anything. Have a nice day. Turns it back off. My uncle goes, Thank you. What, what, why did you do that? He says, let me tell you a story. He says, a few years ago, I was down on my luck. I had no opportunities, nothing. I, I was desperate for money. So someone told me, listen, if you enroll yourself in a, like a city college and you go for law, maybe you'll land a job somewhere. Just you got to enroll in something. So I enrolled. I worked very hard, but I came from a family, very limited resources. And I was working hard. I was going to school. I was literally, I was being teared at the seams. I needed to put money on the table at the same time go to school. I didn't know what to do. Somebody said to me, you know what? You could do a side gig, which doesn't really require that much. You'll get to meet a lot of interesting people. Why don't you be the official driver, the balagala? You're like the wagon driver. You'll take all Mishulachim that come through the city of Chicago. You will be their driver. You know where all the wealthy people are. The people are the big donors. That they give You'll go to their homes and uh, you'll, you know, you're the driver and you'll get a percentage. I mean, you know the streets, you know the city, and you get to meet people who are collecting it. It's a win-win. You get some money and uh, it's another side job. I mean, what else are you doing during that time? It's okay, that's a great thing. 
So anyways, it was one wintry evening, and he was going down the streets of Chicago, making his regular stops, and he took one Mishalach to the Weinschneider residence. And he's waiting, it's freezing cold outside, he's waiting with the heat on, but it's freezing cold in Chicago in the middle of the winter. And as he's sitting there waiting for the Mishalach to come out, suddenly he hears a knock on the pane of his window. He looks, and he sees it's the Mishalach. So he lowers his window, he says, yeah, he says, they want you to come inside. Me come inside? What? Are you, maybe you're making a mistake. Me? Yeah, yeah, you. They asked for the driver to come inside. Okay, I don't know. I don't know these people. Okay. He old and well, took out the key from the ignition. He comes to the Weinsteiner residence. And sitting there is Sydney and Sarah Weinsteiner, my grandparents. They're sitting there. And my grandmother, she's a sharp lady. Whew. So she looks at him and she goes, Tell me right now, and you got to tell me the truth. My grandma has these beautiful green eyes. She says, tell me the truth right now. When was the last time you ate today? So <laughs> when my grandmother gave you that look, you were like, oh, you have to say the truth. So he says, I, 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 I mean, I, I drank something. Okay. So she turns to Michelle and says, see, that's what I'm talking about. You're sitting down right now. You're not leaving here until you eat everything on your plate. And with that, my grandmother went to the kitchen. She piled a whole plate full of fresh food, steak, mashed potatoes, green bees, you name it, whatever it was, a whole delicious plate. And she even said, do you want doubles? I'll give you a package to go. Here you go. And both the Mishulach and the driver were eating. So the driver was like, what is going on? And the, the, the Mishulach says, I'll tell you when we get in the car. Anyways, they ate. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Weinstein. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. I, I'm, I'm so indebted to you. Thank you so much. He said, no, don't worry. It's okay. Thank you. You're doing great work. Keep it up. Thank you for bringing these very special people to the city of Chicago and, letting out, and giving us the zikhut to help them. And he walked out. And the Mishulach told him, he says, wow, what special people. He said, do you know when I came up there, I've gone to many homes. And some people, they don't even give me the time of day. Some people, they at least look me in the eye. Some people smile at me and they'll give me a cup of water. Some people will sit me down, look me in the eye, empathize with my situation, treat me like a human being, give me some money, and they'll give me something to go. And then the ultimate is, they'll actually sit me down and say, did you eat anything? First, let's eat. Enjoy yourself. You've probably been on the road for the whole time. What can we do? And then after you finish eating, then we'll talk. Then this family did a step above that. They expanded. What did they do? My grandma said, wait a second. You're not from Chicago. How did you know how to get here? She said, oh, I have, I have a driver. You have a driver? He's Jewish? Yeah, he's a Jewish guy. No, but that's what he's getting paid for. My grandma says, getting paid for? What are you talking about? He's not your slave. Go downstairs right now and tell him to come up. He probably didn't eat anything right now. And Mishalach, he hears my grandmother saying that. He's like, whoa. He goes <laughs> downstairs. He knocks on the face. says, come up. He's like, what in the world? And he was also puzzled. What? He says, that's the first home I've ever been to that they invited me and the driver to eat something. And the driver never ate anything. So this judge is telling the story to my uncle. My uncle's like, yeah. He's like, I was that driver. I was the one that was doing that, doing the side job until I got a law degree. I was able to climb up the ladder to be where I am right now. I'll never forget that kindness that your grandparents did, that they made me feel like a human being, and they made me have a good, hot, warm meal, because I make a difference. I am somebody, and every one of us knows someone that could be a somebody. You know a person that you could lift up and just make them feel so good about themselves. 
You know someone that if you pray for them, they can become a different person. They don't even have to know, but you do. The more you expand on your neshama, you make it bigger and wider and deeper and higher, and you just keep going and going and going, and you're moving and you're expanding your ba- boundaries. You become Ainsof. You become like HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is Ainsof, who is expanding his boundaries. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.